Welcome to the Be Encouraged podcast. And if this is your first time pushing play, I want you to know that you are so welcomed here. I am your host, Jackie Brindle. I am a mom of three, wife, teacher, blogger, speaker, and I do like to run. We all need a little encouragement on the good and not so good days to lift us up and onward. That's my hope for you, that you will be so encouraged and know that with God, nothing is impossible. Welcome to the Be Encouraged podcast. I'm your host, Jackie Brindle, and you're listening to episode number 43. Thank you again for listening. And if this is your first time coming in to the Be Encouraged podcast, I just want to let you know that you are so welcomed here. You know, on this podcast, I bring on amazing guests who share their hearts, faith, life experiences, and some solid advice. Because let's face it, life is hard. No one's life is exactly the same. And yet, we all need some solid encouragement to keep us putting one foot in front of the other especially this past year where I even have felt that squeeze of anxiety and fears that I didn't even know existed before. My faith has been shaken a numerous amount of times and yet with encouragement, it can help lift me up and out. So I want you to buckle up, grab your coffee, push play on your run or walk, and let's blow all the worry and doubt out of our minds today and be encouraged. Okay, you guys, so who is ready for the school year to end? I don't know anyone out there. Maybe you're in college or you're a student or maybe you are a mom who has kids in school or you're virtual learning or you're a grandparent and you were helping. Wherever you are, school was totally different this year. The whole month of May felt like we were in the home stretch. You know, I have three kids and each One went through their milestones. One is going off to high school, one's going off to middle school, and the other one just finished kindergarten. Thinking about all of these things that happened at the end of the year, all the activities, responsibilities as a mom, teacher, all the different sporting events that were held that just seemed never ending. It can be a lot. You know, life, it goes through different seasons, right? But that home stretch season, when you can see that glimmer of hope, that little glimpse at the end of the tunnel, it just brings so much hope knowing that that's what you're working towards. Keep it in mind. But the home stretch is exactly that. It's a stretch. It feels like it can stretch us so thin that, um, you know, perhaps that phrase home stretch brings something else to mind for you. But when I think of it, I think of a home stretch of a run or a race. And, you know, at the beginning, you've got tons of time. You know, like the beginning of the school year, you have tons of time. You know the countdown. It's just too many days to count down at that point. And you just take one step in front of the other. And in the middle of the run, you know, you might hit your runner's high and be moving along in motion, not really thinking about the end of the run, but just knowing and having fun in the moment. Then before you know it, you're nearing the end of the run and it can feel exhausting. You can feel tired. I don't know, as a runner, I might even feel a little bit of pain, right? Um, But you can see the glimpse of that finish line. And sometimes that even can be a struggle. You see it. It's right there. But you can't get there as fast as you would like. And that can be really difficult to handle. When I start a run, I'm usually starting out at a pretty steady pace. I'm pretty 
a, a conservative with my speed. But then as the as it goes on, I get warmed up. My mind starts to catch up with my body and so on. And then I start to get even sometimes a second wind, especially near the end of my run when I feel the strongest. That's the way I like to end a run. It's feeling strong. And sometimes, girl, you know, sometimes I take that last mile and I make it the fastest mile. And if you run with me, you know, if you're listening, that our last mile is usually the fastest. Why is that? You know, I already completed so much work and yet the last mile I squeeze and stretch the last ounce of all I've got in my day out. I kick it into gear. You know, my high school coach would just say, would always say this, you have one more gear left. And he would be like, no, 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 I have another mile. He'd say, you have another gear. He'd be like, no, 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 you have like 100 meters, another gear. Mind um, over matter, it is hard to do, to shift your mind over what you're you're feeling in the moment, you know? And so – Kicking into another gear may not be exactly how I want to end, you know, something that seems so hard. You know, I may want to stop and just take a moment and breathe. And that's fine too. But I know for me that if I start moving in motion, it's really hard to stop, especially if my eyes are fixed on something beyond me. When I see the glimmer of the end, I see. I see God holding out and everyone else cheering me on to finish strong. You know, there is one point I was running this past week. There was a guy that was a little bit ahead of me and I just kept looking at the back of his shirt and thinking, reel it in, get a little bit closer. If I can be just a little bit closer, I can be a little bit further along in my journey. And then before you know it, I caught up to him and I said to him at the end, I was like, come on, you can do it. We're in the home stretch. And he looked over at me like I was nuts. He did not he did not pick up the pace with me. <laughs> but I thought that was kind of funny because I was like, oh, yeah, let's go. Let's finish strong. And I was just in the zone and trying to be, like, encouraging. And he probably was like, I have my headphones in. Stop talking to me, lady. At the very end, I don't know if I could have come all that way if I didn't keep my eye on the prize, if I didn't keep my eye on focused on something to pull me onward. You know what I mean? And in the home stretch, sometimes we need that. We need something to put our eyes on, to focus on, to keep us pulling us a little bit further along. Because sometimes what can happen is when I start to focus on one thing and then the next thing, one at a time, each mile marker at its own proper time, the doubt starts to squeeze out too. Yes, I'm being stretched thin, but the doubt and the complaining and the fear start to squeeze out when I just tell myself, just do it. Just do this one part. Just do this one thing. And especially when I hear that word can't in my mind, I take that T out and I say, I can. And the more times I say, I can, I can, and take that T out of can't, I start to see God show up along my way. I start to see his glory in the run, in the hard run. Like it's never easy. It never gets easier. I don't would never say that. Kicking it into the next gear is never like, oh yeah, that would be easy thing to do. No, it is hard to shift your mind and your thoughts to move a little bit 
faster, harder, work harder. And if that's life, like to move your mind and kind of get out of your own way is a hard thing to master. It is a really hard thing for me to sit through and to remind myself to keep moving forward and to not let the obstacles or the doubt or the confusion creep in or comparison even, right? And the home stretch, if I look at it, it just feels so good saying that word, knowing that there's that hope at the end, the moment where you can see the sunlight on the horizon and the hope that there's pressure, that the pressure that you're facing right now will come to an end. But what happens at the beginning of your run? Do you call it the home stretch? Good question, right? Yeah. What if I were to tell you that the beginning of your run, the beginning of your day, you're now, wherever you're listening right now, that you have a lot of hurdles to overcome and obstacles and possibly some pain ahead of you. But does that make you want to keep putting one foot in front of the other as I say that? Hurdles, obstacles, pain, Yeah, I know. It really doesn't, does it? But what happened if I were to tell you that if you started this run, those hurdles and obstacles and pain can be peace and strength and comfort? What if I were to tell you all those things? Interesting, right? Well, I was reminded of this throughout my day with it being near the end of the school, how so much was going on. You know, picture this. You know, you wake up, you begin by making yourself some coffee, then you realize the dishes didn't get done last night, so you start putting them into the dishwasher. And then you realize, well, you didn't pack lunch for the day, so you might as well go glance through the refrigerator and see what's left over from last night's dinner that you can take in. And then you realize, well, oh boy, we've got a whole bunch of school activities with all three kids tonight and your spouse is out of town. So that means you need to text another parent for reinforcements last minute because you forgot to do it last night. Then, awesome, the person says yes and they're a saint. And then you get the kids up and you get the homework book signed. You grab your coffee finally and that still seems semi-hot. Then you glance through social media and before you know it, you burned like 10 minutes. You really didn't have time to do. And then you get the dog fed, water bottles filled up, and then you probably should iron that shirt, but you won't because you lost that 10 minutes. So suck it up, buttercup. And then last, all the kids are up and fed and dressed and teeth are brushed But then you look down and you realize the dog chewed up some things that probably shouldn't have gotten into and you don't have time to clean it up, but you do anyways because you don't want them getting sick. This is just the morning. Imagine the to-do list in front of your day. Imagine getting to work on time with all of that time burned this morning. And then you have responsibilities when you get to work and then it's boom, 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 boom until you see the glimmer of light, when you see that it's bedtime, the kids are in bed, you've already gotten through the bulk of the day, and you're in the home stretch. Whew, right? The home stretch. It just feels so good to say that, so I'm just going to keep saying it, I think. But all the while, if you think back throughout that day and how the morning started, what if I were to tell you that someone cares about your morning? They care and notice what you're doing. They see all the hard work and every little thought that you thought of to make your day successful and moving forward. What if I were to tell you that you look back and you somehow manage to do it, but 
you felt that. And all the while you wonder if someone cares, notices, or sees all the hard work ahead or behind you that you somehow managed to do. You know, I felt that way before. Like, does someone noticing this? <laughs> Did someone care? Do my kids even notice the fact that I, you know, made them that lunch or that I, I bought them their favorite snacks? You know, I wonder sometimes. But you know who does see all those things and does notice my day ahead of me before I even step into it? Do you know who does seem to care about all those little things that I feel like, oh man, how am I going to make it through the morning, let alone the rest of the day? God does. You know, Jesus does this thing in Luke 24, 13 through 35. You know, it's day three, resurrection day, and all of his disciples are chatting along the road and they're talking all about how, you know, what Jesus did and all the things that he said. And like they are his bud. They know him, right? They know him so well. And he's been gone like, what, three days? And there, there is Jesus. He appears in the scene, right? set the stage. And he's like, hey, what are you guys talking about? And they're like, dude, did you hear about this guy? Did you know about this guy named Jesus? He's our friend. He died. He's supposed to come back today. We don't really know where he's at. But here he died and it was really sad. Like what would Jesus be thinking as he's running through this in his mind? Like he's like, you guys, um, like in his mind, he's probably like, you guys, um, I've been here all along. And <laughs> Why are you telling me about what I've done? I know what I've done. And they don't even recognize it's Jesus, the one that they're talking to. They don't even realize it until like the latter part of the day. They're like, wait a second. Hold on. Did you guys feel that burning in our hearts? You know, were your hearts not burning within us while we talked with him on the road and opened up the scriptures? Like, did you not feel that? It had to be Jesus right next to us, right? And it's amazing to me how they realized it after the fact. Sometimes I think we go along in our day, and I know I've done this. I do this all the time. I go along in my day, and looking on in my day, I can't see Jesus sometimes. I'm like, yeah, I know he's there. He's my friend. I know what the word says, just like the disciples did. Um, and yeah, I, like I know the good news, and yet I'm like looking in the day, and I'm like, mm, I don't see it. Yeah, Jesus says he's supposed to show up, but I didn't see it. You know what I mean? And yet when I look back in the later part of the day, I'm like, wow, I felt God's presence. I'm like, I know he had to have been that day because there's no way that would have worked out had it not been God moment. Do you know what I mean? And I love the fact that they recognize it after the fact. Because in the home stretch, it feels so good, you guys. Like that clench at the end of the day or the clench at the end of a big assignment or grad school or whatever your big thing is or the ending of a school year. It feels so good because you can look back at the latter part of your journey and go, wow, look how far I've made it. And the intensity can come because you're like, wow, if I've made it this far, I can make it through the rest of it. That's where the hope comes in. That's what that's what can help you squeeze through the rest of every ounce of energy that you've got because you know if you've come this far, then you're sure enough going to make it the rest of the way. The hope is, is that when you look back in your day, it can give you the confidence to look forward into tomorrow and that if there is a home stretch moment, you can take that into your first part of your run. You can take that excitement into the first part of your day, knowing that the home stretch, like 
we're always in the home stretch. I just love that story because, you know, Jesus walks alongside them and they don't recognize him, but they feel it. And when they look back and reflect on that time, they know it. And I hope that when you think about your crazy long day and how you got through it, that you would see that God's hand was upon it and that you may not know and understand all the things and all the trials that you went through, but there may be a later part in your run and your journey that you'll look back and go, oh, yes, you know what? I didn't see it, but that was God's comfort. That was God showing up. There he was encouraging me. And when God, when Jesus walks alongside his alongside his best friends in that scripture. I love that because it reminds me that he's walking alongside me in my day. And although I may not always recognize it, I may not always see it, I know that he is there. And that reminds me of his presence, his goodness is readily available to me and to you today. God gave us our best friend, Jesus, so that we didn't have to do life alone, that we had someone to walk alongside with because the home stretch can sometimes feel so far off. But when we shift our mind to knowing that God is in control of it all, we can recognize that our moods will change even in the first few minutes of our run. We may not be able to see that in the first few minutes of our day until we that coffee kicks in <laughs> or endorphins kick in. You know, it may not be the first thing that we recognize, but recognizing that our moods do not dictate our day matters. That is a freeing thought, right? If we can just shift our mind and remember that, that imagine that God is with us, that is a freeing thought. And second thing here is that, you know, C.S. Lewis wrote this mere Christianity and it is one of my favorite books because I just keep going back to the truth of what he says. And he's so witty, so funny, but he also reminds me of the practical faith must be fed. You know, if we're not reading the word, how close do you think we're going to feel connected to God if we don't put him first in our day? If we're not being fed um, by what Jesus says, if we don't see him in our walk on the road, right? If we don't recognize him first or even throughout the day, how can we say, how can we be feeling connected to him or put our trust in him if we don't know those words from him, right? So I love that. He mentions that faith must be fed. And three, like realize when you're proud, realize that steps towards humility is crucial because he mentions this in this book. And I love that because steps towards humility and dropping your pride. I know I need that reality check every now and then. Like, who am I trying to please here? Like, where's the home stretch going? Is it towards other people or is it towards the, you know, the heavenly creator of the of me, of the world, right? Am I keeping my eyes on what God wants or on what I want? And that can veer me off into several different directions if I'm not careful. Pride can really take me for a loop and a detour that will cause me to feel foggy and confused and doubt and worry can creep in and hold tight like anxiety. And there's no one else that can help us navigate the obstacles than the one who walks and runs alongside you. Do you know what I mean? So why not reach out for him and ask for help? And I know I need to be reminded of that in my day. The minute before I hit my feet at the floor, I need to ask God and invite him in and just trust his holy presence is going to make it 
me not only get through the day, not only like mm, survive the day, but thrive in my day. That the home stretch, whew, keeping close to God is keeping close to Jesus, knowing that He's ahead of me and I can keep my eyes on that. And being humble and thanking God for the opportunities that are up ahead of me, that He's going in my day and going to bless me with. Listen, I don't know what's to come. You don't know what's to come. So don't make up stories in our minds. You know, like let's not make up stories in our minds that haven't even happened yet. You know, God can offer us up, offer us up opportunities and blessings that will have us looking back and going, oh, there you are, Jesus. There you are. <laughs> How did I not see that, right? And I think that's awesome wisdom for all of us is to keeping that in perspective. That is wisdom and grace and favor is near and it's ahead of us too. He is our shade when the sun feels so hot. Could you look back and see God in your day? Did you start strong? You know, did you cling on to faith and make him the forefront? Did you did you change that mood? Then celebrate that. Did you feed on faith today? Then awesome, celebrate that. Did you realize when you were proud and you asked someone for help, ask God for help, ask God to show you where to put your foot, you know, your your footing? then great, celebrate that because that is all worth celebrating. So when you get to that home stretch, the end of the day, you can look back and you can go, woo, yes, come on, let's go. I did that. You can throw in some country music songs. Woo, reminds me, like, let it all go. Feel like you're on a dirt road. You know, um, I think that's what faith does. When we let it all go, we just feel the wind in our hair. And even though we're going against the wind sometimes, we can always know that lean on God's strength and, and get through it together. So I hope that encourages you in your home stretch. I hope that you see hope and the power of a living God who's got your future. He is forever present and ready and available to be there with you today. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you everyone so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did making the conversation for you, with you. I hope that you felt like I was right there alongside you talking it out. So thank you again. And don't forget to click subscribe or even if you're feeling led, write a rating review on Apple Podcasts so more people can be encouraged. How awesome would that be? And if you're wondering where I'm at on Instagram, you can go ahead and follow Jackie, J-A-C-K-I-E, the letter B, inspiring all one thing together at Jackie B inspiring. You can find me there on Instagram, follow, share with your friends. I'd be so happy to connect with you. Have a great week, everyone.